You are now listening to the Procrastination Radio Show. I'm your host, Ian Complex. For today's episode, I wanted to revisit an older conversation I had with Dimitri Victor. This happened almost three years ago now and was one of the first examples of me really noticing what I wanted the show to become. From the research to the conversation to the pacing of the interview, this was, and still is, one of my favorite conversations on the show. So, I hope you enjoy Dimitri Victor in conversation. If you're listening to this podcast right now, chances are you and I have a few things in common, one of which might be being a creative. And as a creative, there are some things we can't afford to lose out on, and a very big one is energy. But not just any energy, something clean and natural that doesn't leave you crashed out in the middle of your workday. That is honestly why I use Magic Mind. It's an amazing energy elixir that is about the size of a shot that I take every morning to guarantee that I am fully prepared for my day. It's filled with amazing ingredients like matcha, ashwagandha, and lion's mane to fully support your body throughout whatever your day has to offer. Right now, if you go to magicmind.com slash procrastinationradio and use code procrastinator20, you can get up to 56% off your subscription for the next 10 days. That's P-R-O-C-R-A-S-T-I-O-N-A-T-I-O-R-20. You can get 56% off your subscription in the next 10 days. Let's get energized together with Magic Mind. Victor, welcome to Procrastination Radio. What's up? How you doing? How you been? Uh, I've been I've been pretty great actually. You've been good. I, I'll be seeing the fist you putting on Twitter and everything. <laughs> it seems like you're feeling good. It, 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 you looking good too, man. It's cool. You, you know what they say? Like you, you look good, smell good. It just everything kind of it, it it makes you it just it's it's great i don't know bro right, i don't know right. how to explain it like when i dress nice i just feel great all around when i smell no, exactly. good I feel great. no it's, it's 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 super true man i'm i'm so excited for this this conversation today because I'm, I'm like a genuine fan of of you and your work um i think even more so a fan of your twitter because it gets really crazy with it sometimes um under all of the art and i kind of wanted mm-hmm. to start off this interview with ask you, I remember one time it was like a while ago. You mentioned that you kind of started this art thing because your parents didn't get you something. I I'm I'm not sure what you said it was. Oh yeah, yeah, because um I was obsessed with music, so I really right. wanted to do music, not yeah. like art. Um, yeah. but I just kind of like creating in general, and I really mm. wanted a piano. Like I really, really wanted a piano so badly. But um, they had just come to this country because my parents they're from Haiti, and they had just okay. like moved over here. So they didn't have like a lot of money to spend on like, you know, recreational activities and like stuff to get right. me. So they didn't buy me a piano. And I was like, damn, it's like, what can I, you know, do to express my creativity? And the cheapest thing I could find was literally just like picking up a piece of paper and just drawing on it. So that's what I went with. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So so from there, was it take, did it take a while for you to like detach from the music dream? Like, y'all, I'm trying to be at the Grammys and stuff. Y'all not really... Nah, bro, I was still obsessed with it for years. I was like, dang. <laughs> and I, I even had a phase where I tried to be like a producer, like make beats and stuff. Yeah. 
but at that point I had like done art for so long and I had already been good at it. I was like, why am I doing right. this? I might as well just keep doing the art. So I just kept doing that. Uh, so did you, were you like self-taught all the way through or did you go to like, or have any classes on the side or were you just like trying to like look up the YouTube videos and stuff? Like what was your process when you were trying to understand your desire for the art? Um, well, yeah, it was mostly self-taught. Like I would like just watch things um, like on YouTube or like mm-hmm. I would, I would like copy what I see or I would like just look at real life and then just draw based off of that. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I kind of could just like look at something and then just recreate it for mm-hmm. some reason. I'm not really sure what that's called, but I just had a knack for that. So anytime I would see something, I could make exactly what I see. And so I would just go from there. Mm. So what did you like your personal want to just be creative drive you or was it like maybe like the reactions of people or was it like kind of married together or was it something completely different that was like pushing you to keep creating that way? Um, well, I was interested in it, mm-hmm. but then I guess like once I saw the reactions um, that people had from it, then yeah. I was just like, from there, I was like, Oh, I gotta do this. Cause like, <laughs> bro, one, one time I, uh, cause I was obsessed with comics, you know, I drew yeah. Iron Man and this yeah. was like when the, the first Iron Man movie came out, I went to school, I came with it. Cause somebody said, "Oh, I want to see your drawing, bro." The whole class was hyping me up. I was like, "Damn!" Like, I, I, yo, I felt amazing. Cause you know, it's like, mind you, I couldn't get the newest shoes. I couldn't get like all this right, fancy right. stuff. So like, the only thing I had was my drawing. So it's like, wow. that was the only thing that was impressive enough to you know that could, I guess, make me help me fit in. Cause I didn't really yeah, feel like yeah. I fit in like that much. Cause um. They would call me a nerd uh, like other times because I was getting A's on my tests and stuff. And they're right. like, oh, you're just a nerd. You like school <laughs> and stuff. So like the drawing thing was like the only thing that could make them think I was cool. So I was like, all right, I got to do this. I got to do this. How how long did that kind of, not not limbo, but that kind of era of you kind of trying to figure it out until you kind of realize like I can make something out of this. Like this is going to be what I want to do for the rest of my life. Um, It was like when I started learning about like, uh, visual artists because mm-hmm. um one thing i did notice is like in terms of art like visual art is n- like the least accessible and um that i've noticed because you know music mm-hmm. anybody can listen to music everywhere right, you go right. there's music right same thing with like movies and animation and stuff like that but visual art you don't really know that much about it so mm-hmm. i didn't really care for it because i was like okay like n- nobody really cares for it like i don't really see what's the importance of it and then i started like actually searching up artists and seeing the impact that they have like on everyday life. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. wow, like this could really, um, you know, help people. And this really changes and affects people. So I was like, oh, maybe I should try doing it too. Mm-hmm. And like, as I got older, um, like I said, I, I didn't feel like I fit in. And I was like, all right, so I got to figure out how to get these emotions out somehow. Mm-hmm. And I know people usually do it with music. So I was like, all right, let me try doing it with art instead. So right. and I, that's when I kind of... Um, changed it to where like every time I make a piece I kind of try to like put in how I feel in it because mm-hmm. that was the way I would get it out because I'm not a very like um outspoken person when it comes to my emotions I don't know mm-hmm. if it's because I'm a guy or, or what but mm-hmm. I felt like that was the only way I could really um tell people how I feel get that out yeah and it's so it's so like the the way from the time that I've known of you um it seems like it's just been like exponential growth to like this very like complex but very like understanding way that like your like art comes off and Mm -hmm. um and it it makes sense as you say like that that's one way to bring out your emotions in in the art but um 
what is the process of you going from like this is just an idea a sketch I have to be like I can pour something a life experience into this and make this more than what it is right now mm. oh well okay I actually do have a process this is crazy because nobody's ever actually asked me what my process was like let's go let's go um so pretty much like my first I have rules pretty much so the first rule is to just live life so yeah. I think it's impossible to like come up with ideas unless you're living life because you have to have ex- new experiences to you know to draw from when you're making stuff right? Like, right you can't just keep making the same thing over and over so right. i always make an effort like every single week i'll like try to do something new or i'll try to go like mm. on these mini adventures like with my friends and stuff like that because i always want to like you know experience things because i feel like right. me staying at home and like doing the same thing over and over again isn't gonna like get that out of me like i have right, to like right. try new things right and then um and then from there after that like i kind of like sit down and um, just see how I'm feeling. And then I always have like inspiration around me because mm. I I even have a second page for it because I have that many like inspirations. Right. I was about to ask you about that. Yeah. 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 So that, that page is like basically it's for inspiration. Like all I have a bunch of inspiration. So I'm always looking at art. Like I look at um, fashion designs, like films, mm. cinematography, photography, sculpture, like every anything I could possibly see, like any type of art, T-shirts, anything. I'm all, right. I'm always constantly looking at it, so like always like oh that's a that's a cool idea like mm. what if I put my own spin to it and then from there I just kind of I mix in like what I experienced that week with the stuff that I've been looking into with um my own style and then just kind of mix everything together and it it comes into this whole new thing. That's that's a crazy way to think. I've never like. I've heard people speak about it, but I haven't like seen it put into like pro- like into work like this. But like, how how far are you going with the like? I need to do something new this week. It's like I'm gonna go jump off a cliff, or it's just like I'm gonna <laughs> go walk at a park because I'm like I'm bored today. Um, I think I I kind of get extreme with it sometimes. Even my <laughs> girlfriend says that because yeah. sometimes I think I posted it once. I'm like I wanted to do this thing called like flyboarding. Where yeah. like they put they put like these machines on your feet and basically you fly in the sky like Iron Man, but it's like with water. So sometimes <laughs> I get kind of extreme with it. Or like sometimes I'll like be like, Oh, I wanna I want a mountain bike and then yeah. I like fall or something. Like one time I tr- I was like, oh, I need a mountain bike this week. I don't know why. I just want a mountain bike. Yeah. So my I was an idiot and I like I was like, Oh, I could I could go down this incline and I go down this incline, bro. I almost hit a tree. But <laughs> On the right side, I got an amazing idea from it, so it was, it was all worth it. <laughs> it was all Your worth arm it. fell off, like yo, but look, I yo, I could do this now. Like I can make some art now, y'all. I gotta appreciate that I can do this. Yo, that yes. adrenaline really gets me. Gets you. It gets it gets that inspiration coming out of you. In the moment, you're just taking out the pen and pencil, like yeah, we gotta we gotta do this right now. So was like was your trip to California like uh like a a thing of you wanting to get some more inspiration and getting out of Florida and stuff? Oh yeah, definitely. Cause I wasn't even planning on going actually. Like somebody mm. was, um, and my girlfriend was going at first, and then she was like, mm. "Oh, you want to come?" And at first, I wasn't going to. Yeah. But then I was like, you know what? I might as well. Like, right. I, I don't care. <laughs> I kind of just, I just kind of say like, you know, screw it, and I, I went. Right. And then, yeah, when I went, bro, it was beautiful. Like, I was honestly, I wouldn't even mind living there. I've, I've been thinking mm. about li- going back or just like living there because it was beautiful. But I've gotten a lot of inspiration like after going there. Mm. so that's since you bring that up have you have you gotten any like super life affecting inspiration from florida or are you, are you the mindset of like 
I gotta get out of Florida as soon as I can. Um, nah. I mean, I think Florida. Like, I get a lot of inspiration from Florida. It's just mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't want to sound mean, but I feel like <laughs> people, I feel like people here don't take things as seriously as they should, or mm-hmm. like they're not as helpful as they should. Like, I know a lot of people that if an opportunity comes, even if they can't, you know, personally do it, they'll, they'd rather take it for themselves because they see it as like, uh, oh, you know, it's a good opportunity for me. And right. instead of giving it to somebody who's actually skilled in that field, because they right. think like, oh, they need to like make it. And that's, that's, I don't like that. Yeah. So a lot of times, like I'll try to reach out. I mean, I remember last year, I used to try to reach out to so many creatives, bro. Mm. And like, they didn't even care. Like they either like say, yeah, I, I'm down and then just, you know, completely ghost me right. or like they keep trying to bring up things. Well, let's do this, let's do that. And then nothing comes out of it. Right. And the next thing I know, I see them like doing the same idea I just had. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm just like, you serious? Yeah. And then, but then it's like, okay, like ne- this year when they saw me selling a lot more then they all want to hit me up like, oh bro, we should work together. Right, like this, right. that. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't really like that. Like, right. It, like, I feel like if you're going to work with somebody, it's just because you like what you do, not yeah. because you're just trying to, like, get ahead all the time. Like, it's right. cool to get ahead, but I feel like here it's too much like that. Like, nobody's really looking out for you unless you, you make it by yourself. Right. Yeah. And that's a weird feeling when you, like, when you are having to make it by yourself and kind of, like, look out for yourself more. As soon as, they, as like you said, as soon as you get on, like, people are starting to, like, but yeah bro but remember this thing i did and we did it and we could like let's try to mm-hmm. bring it back up but that's one thing I, I i appreciate about you on your twitter like every time you retweet an artist or you're, you're interacting with an artist or even if it's like some some funny stuff like i'm amazed that it's like a bunch of like people who i've been following for so long like you're just like just tapping in with them on some like casual stuff um and it's like none of y'all have like big heads about it. like you're just like we're all talented people and we like talk to each other about stuff like was that easy for you because you seem you seem to not have a problem with it but was it like easy for you getting into kind of um that kind of like I don't know not Twitter art space but that kind of like network of of people that are just like hyping each other up like was it hard to get in there or like um no nah, it wasn't too hard bro I didn't even know it existed like I found out like late about it Cause I wasn't even really on Twitter like that. And then uh. I think I was following somebody and, and then they were saying, Oh, who wants to be in our group chat? And I was like, what the hell? Like mm. our group chats exist. So, you know, I was <laughs> definitely down. And then right. like, once I got in there, bro, everybody was just like, they loved me. So I was like, okay, I like this. <laughs> and then from there, I just, I just kind of kept interacting with them, but they're really like, they're really nice people. So it's really yeah. not hard at all. Um, I see some people like they'll say, Oh, it, it's so elitist. How like these big artists, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I don't think that they're elitist. Like they, they help a lot. Like if you send right. them something, no, yeah. even if they don't know you, like we, you could be like, Oh, can you share this? And like, they'll share it for you. They might have a yeah. hundred thousand followers and they'll still share it for you. Like I don't, yeah. so they're very nice people. They've helped me a lot, but it was pretty easy. Cause I feel like most artists have like the same type of mentality. Like they right. can talk about the same things. You were really, really interested in the same things. Like, bro, look at the Tyler the Creator album, bro. As soon as that yeah. thing came out, every artist I know was talking about that thing. It was crazy. Right? Everybody, every single artist. If you make any type of art, you were talking about it. So I, it just goes to show that like, everybody who's an artist has the same type of like things that they're interested in. Yeah. So it's really not hard, in my opinion. I think I think a lot of artists, uh, including me, because sometimes I like I, I don't really 
not that I don't understand Twitter, but I just be like, I'm, I'm a not, I'm gonna not overdo it because once I start doing, I'm, I'm gonna feel like I'm gonna go all the way in. Um, <laughs> but like, I think a lot of artists are scared of the. It's kind of vulnerable. It's like a vulnerable mm-hmm. place to be because there really is no filter on there, and people are gonna be like, "This sucks," or like, "This is really good." Like, let's let's link and do some stuff. So, how how have you kind of learned to face criticism? um and then take on people acknowledging your work at the same time and kind of being able to move forward with both of those things happening at the same time mm. well i mean honestly bro all my oh, most of my life like people have been telling me like you know being an artist isn't even like a like a valid career path so mm-hmm. i was so used to rejection yeah that like i had when i started actually using twitter uh I was at a point where like I just didn't care. It's like, mm. what are you what are you gonna tell me that I, I haven't already heard? Like you could tell me that I'm weird, but I, you know I've heard that like twenty thousand times. You could tell right, me my right. art sucks, but I've already heard that. Like there was nothing I feel like at that point that you could tell me that would like make me feel insecure in who I am. Because it's like I've gotten this far, you know, being myself. So why would I right. stop because of some people that I don't know? You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah the people there are cool but at the end of the day i always got to remind myself like you know these people are just behind the screen what they say has no effect on me like it's not gonna it only hurts if i allow it to hurt me so i didn't really care and like with more attention coming to your work recently um how has that kind of affected the the, your work ethic like has that changed have you approached stuff any in any way because there's like more eyes on you uh do you feel like is anything at risk or are you just like i'm gonna go into it even harder now that i know that like i, I got little people watching out and stuff uh but honestly not nah. i feel like i like i said i had uh, reached a point where like i was so used to rejection like i think i was yeah. just prepared for it like i already That's already fine. had a nice uh work ethic so i was yeah. like constantly making things when i could Mm. And even even though like I'd I'd be really busy, I'd still make it because I was just like that dedicated. So by the right. time the attention came, like I was prepared. Like I was already making prints. I was already like I already knew how to make a website. I already knew everything. So I already knew how to run a business. So by the time you know the the, the attention did come, I was mm. prepared. I was happy. I was like finally like right. I'm ready. <laughs> I think a lot of people can learn from that because I think the fault, especially with with today i think a lot of things come a lot faster to people because social media is so quick with the tension span and everything mm-hmm. um that sometimes people get picked up and then they get carried away into like a bunch of people looking at them and they aren't really ready for the the work that has to be done with the staying up and the late nights and the sometimes not getting money that you need right away and having to do other stuff to like keep a day job like, i remember he was at home Devo, like having to carry yourself in different ways to make sure that your your passion is what's is what's coming out and what's making you happy um, yeah bro, i hated that job <laughs> <laughs> i hated that job why didn't you like it but they was they wasn't helping you out man yo, I, <laughs> oh my god bro they would try me every time i walked through that door like i had my i had coworkers that i liked obviously yeah but the management was just like Oh my god! Like I, I applied because I was working there as a cashier, right? Yeah. And even from the first day I went to the interview, but like they were trying to get me to do this a different job position that I had applied for. Yeah. And they, I guess they thought I was stupid or something. And I was like, no, I'm not doing it. 
but they like insisted that I do this job. And I was mm. like, nah. And then they finally hired me as a cashier. Come to find out that the job that they was they were trying to make me do yeah. was like pushing carts, lifting all these like heavy stuff into people's car, you know. Oh, and no. mind you, yeah, and it's like like straight black young kids, and I'm like, yeah, oh, no. black young boys, <laughs> and I'm like, oh hell no. Nah. And I'm, <laughs> Damn, bro, what? They wasn't even like subtle with it. They was like, yeah, yeah, oh, <laughs> you black? Yeah. So let's let's get this. Yeah, they saw a black young kid. It was like, yeah, we we gonna make wow. you work out outside in the field. I'm like, right. <laughs> Like, you you might as well just let me call you master at that point. Right, like, right. Bro. At that point, bro. That's crazy. But, yeah, and then, like, they wouldn't really work with my schedule. So I would often, like, miss a lot of opportunities, like, a lot. So, like, there'd mm. be events that I want to go to. I can't because I'm working. Um, I'd have, like, classes um, on my off days. Mm. And then, like, I'd have to work all weekend. So then I'd have to stay up all night, like, trying to make something just so I could post. Because, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. So I don't want right, to just, like... Right not make anything for months and months so i'm like trying everything i can and it's like i have no time and bro it was i don't know it got depressing after a while because it felt like i felt like i was stuck and i hated it it mm-hmm. was like every day every week it was the same cycle i go to my classes i do homework and then i stay up all that um, night to make something then i go back to the job and it's like you're doing the same thing every week and you're just right. like waiting for it to you, you're waiting for it to finally like you know get changed yeah. yeah and it's like it's the same every week it's the same thing it's just like damn like i got i got so defeated sometimes i'm just like man mm. <laughs> that so are you are you done with hope i mean with with home depot oh yeah i'm a full-time artist right now all right let's go let's go round applause for that let's go yes yes let's go. yes um man, yeah no it's it's been crazy like following you like this year last year especially with the um with the nft thing like congratulations on all that stuff man that's like thank you thank crazy, you crazy crazy like how'd you get into that because i know it kind of like came really swiftly into like all the social media space and then it kind of just like blew up out of nowhere for a lot of people so how was yeah. that like for you um well i had known about it for like a while actually mm-hmm. and my friends kept telling me to get into it like a yeah. while back like so but i never did and i was just like because i didn't understand it because mm-hmm. it just it didn't make sense to me. Like, most people, it just doesn't make sense. I'm just like, right, I, don't, right. I don't get it. Like, are they buying the art or, like, are they, like, what are they buying? Yeah. And so I only saw digital artists doing it. But mind you, all my stuff is, like, traditional. Like, I, I paint and I draw. Right. So I'm like, how am I supposed to sell my stuff digitally? Right. It was not when it's visible. like, yeah, so I didn't get it. So I was like, eh, I don't think that's for me. And then one day I was just like, eh, I was bored. I was, Honestly, I was just bored. I was like, yeah. let me let me do it. Right. So. So then I did it, bro. I think this the next day I put it up, bro. Somebody bought it. And I was like, what the hell? Wow. I, mind you, I didn't know what I was doing. So I was like, oh, I was terrified. Cause I'm like, bro, am I supposed to get <laughs> am I supposed to sell the original too? Like, what what right. the hell is this? So then um and then the same day I sold it, somebody else, I guess, who saw that I sold it, they were mm-hmm. like, yo, put up another one right now. I'm gonna buy it. I'm like, no way. So I put it up. Bro, immediately they bought it. And I was like, oh, snap. This might be this might be the thing. So then right. after that, like, I just, like, every, not every week, but every couple of weeks, I would just put something up just to see, like, if it would um sell. And, yeah. like, boom, immediately it would sell. And the next That's piece I put up immediately. And mind you, like, um they're using cryptocurrency. So, um like, one Ethereum, I think at that time, was, like, over $1,000. Um, so... When I would put it up, I'm thinking, oh, like nobody has a thousand dollars to just spend like that, right? Right. 
but these people were just like paying a, a bunch oh, of dang. money yeah i was just like what the heck wow. so i don't know i guess i kind of got addicted to it after because <laughs> I, you know, I had never sold my art for that much at that point right, i was no, like yeah, damn crazy, i wasn't yeah. used to it yeah and so somebody um who was in the space they told me like you know if you see that your stuff is selling um then you can you can put it up higher so like i would like gradually increase it to yeah. the point I got to like five thousand dollars, and then people were still buying it. I was wow, like, "What the man. hell?" But yeah, at that point, I was just like, "Dang!" Like I didn't think people were gonna value my art that much. But yeah, like it's a crazy right. thing. And then I guess I was also I did it at the right time because I had just gotten into it before like it really really blew up. Right, right. So a few weeks after my stuff was like selling really well, then there was like a huge um the huge Beeple sale happened. And then people were just like buying everything up. Yeah. So then I'm um, at that point. It's like I could I could sell things for like a lot higher. Like right now, it's not as um, it's not as like, what's the word like active? Uh, like not many people right, are buying right, that right. much right now. Yeah. Um, I'm still selling though, but it, it's just it wasn't. I also got in at the right time, so it was easier to sell. I think. No. Yeah. That's, this was a, it was a crazy time because it was like everybody was trying to figure out. I'm I'm still kind of off on like I, I'm not completely sure like do you have to give the physical to them or are they buying the the digital oh it's um they're just it's not even buying the digital bro it's like basically uh nft is like you know what a certificate of authenticity is yeah it's like that so pretty much you own you own like ownership of that digital object so nft is like a digital object so when the person buys my NFT, they don't own the physical piece. Yeah. Um, that's optional of the artist. They own that digital object, which is the NFT. So if I um, and I guess like because it transfers over, it's like the most secure way to prove that yes, I own that digital object. But you gotcha. can choose to you can choose to send them the physical um piece as well. But right. it's really up to you. That's crazy. Yeah, we live what? in a crazy world. <laughs> that's insane. Nah, no, that's just so it's so crazy to think like people like how 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 much stuff people can get into now that they could just make money from. Like, yeah, that's, that's the one thing I realized too, bro, because I like I said, I was so used to like not getting that much money from my stuff. Right. That I was just like, man, it must be so hard to make money. But then it's like when you actually start making money, you realize like, damn, it's really not that hard to make money. Right, right, <laughs> it's like right. you're just you're doing it, you're doing it the wrong way. But then once you find the right way to do it, it's like it just comes so easily. Right, getting that pattern, just start. Yeah, like start it just working for you. Yeah, it's like a domino effect, pretty much. Because like once I started, because I was I was gaining traction before I even sold it. Yeah. Because I didn't I didn't want to like start selling NFTs and like and I didn't even have anybody who was in it like following me. So, right. but at that point, I was like, I had enough, like, I guess, followers that I thought somebody would buy, like, at least one person. So that's why I put it up. And I think that's when, like, it really started rolling. Cause you gotta, like, know what you're doing. You can't just kind of just go into it. Cause a lot of the, the, the thing, the problem is a lot of people, they kind of just go into it thinking, oh, everybody's selling. So I can do right. it too. It's gonna, it's gonna work. Yeah. But it's not like, it's like every business. Like, you gotta, first, you gotta get a fan base, like, you know, the people that like your stuff, yeah. that, like, actually buy your stuff on a consistent basis. And then it's like from there, okay, you know they buy yourself on a consistent basis, so you'll know you'll have people to that'll buy your NFT too. Right, and and you're a buyer as well, right? Yeah, I I, I got too much art in my house right now. <laughs> <laughs> so what 
what makes an artist or an, an art stand out to you? And do you have to have a connection to the artist first? And if so, um, like, what is it that attracts you to certain artists or like certain people that you reach out to? Um, honestly, bro, if it looks cool, I'm going to get it. I mean, like <laughs> the story, although story also matters, but yeah. honestly, I feel like when people are buying art, they just care if it looks cool. Like, yeah. I think I, I said something yesterday where I was like, people, people know what they like immediately. Like, I feel like it's not right. even a process. Like if you see something cool, you just know it. Like whether it be like clothes or like um, a TV show or like a movie or anything, like a car, like once you lay your eyes on something, you should know like, damn, like I want that. Like I like that. Yeah. And that's kind of how it is. Like when people, when I see something that I like, I just know that I like it. The The story and the, the person, like the artist behind it kind of adds to it too. But mm. if it looks good, I'm going to get it. Right. It's <laughs> a simple, simple shit. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I'm going to copy it. Uh, so with, with, with your art then, do you have anything that's like, this is purely because this looks cool. There's nothing behind it. Please, like, please enjoy this. Uh, nah, I'm going to be honest. I don't do that no more. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I can't remember. I think the only. Mm, I guess I, maybe the toy that I made recently. Mm-hmm. I guess. Oh yeah, talk about we that. considered that. But I guess that's it. Like, bro, I've been so used to like making a story about everything yeah. that I don't even. I don't even think it's worth it to make something that like With that. that has no meaning to me or has no right. importance to me. So the toy was attached to the small more piece, right? Yeah, yeah, because the small more piece, the painting, um, bro, that that was legitimately how I would look when I was at work. <laughs> <laughs> that's and, the Home Depot. That's the new ad they should run. Bro, it wasn't even just Home Depot. Like I worked other jobs before that, and I would yeah. always look like that. Like I hated it. <laughs> I hated it so much. Like they would just suck the energy out of you. I hated it. And there would be like these people, like they would come up to me and be like, "Oh, you need to smile more." And I'm just like, "Man, if you don't shut up, bro, I wanted to punch these people so badly." And it would be all these people telling me, oh, lighten up, like, you yeah. know, smile more. I'm just like, yeah. no, I'm not going to smile more. What the hell? And, um, yeah, and I was like, mind you, remember how I was telling you, like, that was basically my life, like, every single week. Right, bro, right, that cycle, right? yeah. Yeah, so I was like, damn, bro, like, I hate this. And I wanted to do something that was like, okay, that's all I've been thinking about. Because I had gone into an art blog after I made mm-hmm. that small more piece. And I was like, damn, I feel terrible. Right. <laughs> and I don't know what to make. So I was like, okay, maybe I can make the small more toy because that like kind of encapsulates what I what I was feeling. So like the character is literally smiling more. He's in the chair. He's he's basically doing what people kept telling me to do, like a kind of faking mm. it till you make it. That's that. Hey, there's a story behind it after all, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh that shoot, you're right. Look at that. Damn. <laughs> Look at that, bro. That's but, crazy. No, that was that was like a very cool journey to see. And I think the way you like handled it, because it didn't end up end up coming out, right? Nah, man, I'm still pissed about that. <laughs> <laughs> I had what? everything planned. If you want to talk about it, like what happened to the to the drop, or yo, okay, so I had spent so much money, like like yeah. thousands, invested in this toy, and everything was going to plan, and I mm. I did pre-orders, and I had already put in the order for like the toys so they could yeah. come here. And then I got I got some in the mail and I was like, what the hell is this? Because the whole thing was broken. Like not even, oh, I could ah. glue it back together. Everything was broken. Like there was no way I could even glue this back. The skin color wasn't right. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it was it was a mess. And I was like, and then I contacted the people 
And I was like, bro, like, what the hell is this? Are you guys going to send me a new one? And, and these, bro, these people was like, oh, um, you're going to have to pay for us to make a new one. And I'm like, why do I got to pay for something that you messed up? Right, bro. Right? And they're saying, oh, we already invested, like, all the money that you gave us into making the toy. And I'm like, that's not the point. You guys messed it up. Like, what am I supposed to tell the people that already bought the toy? Like, right, right. Right. So because I already spend the money and I'm like, bro, what the hell am I going to do? And the sales kept coming in quick. So I'm like, all right, yo, this can't this is bad because if, if too many people keep buying it. Right. And I got like ten thousand dollars of people's cash sitting here and I don't have the toys to give it like. I'm going to jail like there's right, no right. way <laughs> this is a scheme. Yeah. There's, there's no way I'm getting out of this. Right. Yeah. Mind you, there was like there was big people buying this. So I was like, that was yeah, yeah. that was what pissed me off. I remember. um demetrius Harmon bought one the wow, guy wow dude yeah that's crazy like no, he the rollout was that. crazy the rollout was fire yeah like um what you gonna call it that guy cole bennett i think he was gonna get one too um Damn. bro and then i was and Dimitri Harmon's like he got it immediately like this man as soon as i i put it up he immediately got it i was like what the hell that's and wild. i was like damn this is bad this is real bad <laughs> now nah, because mind you it's great if it, if he actually gets a toy, but he's got like over a million followers. So if right. he says, "Oh, like Dimitri Victor scammed me, bro," they're gonna yeah. be on my ass. <laughs> so I was like, "Nah, I got. I'm just gonna cancel the whole thing." So I had to cancel the whole thing, and like right now, I'm just figuring out either I'm gonna make a whole new toy, yeah, or I'm gonna try to do it again because I'm really stubborn. So I gotta find a way to like do it because I make it work. I have to. I, yeah, I have to that's wow so they just was like yeah man y'all like, like yeah we messed up but that's that's your fault bro yeah and they were saying they weren't, good, weren't giving me a refund and i was like what the hell like <laughs> i was so ready to sue but then i read the fine print and i was like oh dang i played oh myself. they don't finesse the finesse yeah because they were saying like oh no refunds because um the money that you pay them they yeah. put into making the toy so they can't give you the money that uh, they don't have cause, yeah because they put it in I mean, like you said, you 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 got your eyes on on new projects. Um, so to wrap to wrap it up, um, what do you see for yourself in the future, like with your focuses and, and everything, and your your love for the the history of art and and all of that? How do you see yourself uh, leaving that mark on like for your name and everything? Um. Well, I feel like. I, what I've always wanted to do mm. is kind of just take art to the next level. Cause I feel like a lot of big artists, they kind of just, they, they like a lot of times you'll talk to people when they think visual art is pretentious. And I feel right. like I kind of just want to like remove that, 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 you know, that thought process because yeah, I feel stigma, like, yeah. yeah, that stigma. Cause I feel like a lot of people can enjoy it. Like it should be accessible for everybody. Like, mm. I don't think, I don't think a few artists should be selling like, you know, these million dollar pieces and you go into these like these museums, and it's like, oh, it's the same people like with these con- um, conceptual art stuff, and it's like nobody gets it. You know what I mean? Like, right, I feel right. like there should be art for everybody. Like mm-hmm. when I make stuff, I always keep in mind like, how can this relate to somebody? Because that's what I want to do. Like, I want to relate to people. Like, I feel that's what art should do. Like, when you listen to music, the art that hits the most is the stuff that you relate to the most, right? Right, right. The same thing with like you know film and stuff. So it's like, why is it with art like? it's very few like you don't really see um relating to people especially black people it's like how many art do you really see relating to black people even when i go into museums i used to be so mad because like 
I'd go in and everything is about racism. Everything's about slavery. Everything's just like, um, just depressing, like topics. Yeah. It's like, you never see anything that's like happy and like fun and magical. That's like a, about people of color in general. Right. And I hated this. I'm like, I just want to, I want to make something that's just like fun. That's like everybody can like that. Everybody can relate to that. When people look at it, they're, they're like, you know, Oh, somebody gets me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like they know wow. where I'm coming from, because I feel yeah. like that's that's the problem with visual art. Like, there's so many things that we go through on a daily basis that it just doesn't cover. Like, nobody really talks about how, um, you know, men don't really they don't really sh- talk about their emotions much, yeah. right? Nobody really talks about that in their in art. Nobody talks about how like women, um, how they're catcalled. Nobody talks about like self reflection. Nobody talks about like how depressing it is at work. You know what I mean? Like, these are all right, topics right. that a lot of people can relate to, but it's never addressed. Like you'll see depression, you'll see stuff, but it's like it's coming from like a white point of view that I can't really right. understand. Like it looks cool, but it's like it's, it's like an old yeah. yeah, it's like an old white man telling me how he feels. Like how am I supposed to relate to that? I don't see right. any like people like me in these spaces, and that's what I want. Like I want to be somebody that people can relate to, so they know like they can do it too. Because you know how it is like with the black community. Like oftentimes we're left with no options, so we look up to the people that we see succeed. And a lot of times, the only thing that you see is like, you know, NBA players, like uh, rappers, like all this stuff. And it's like, no, like you could do way more than that. You don't have to just be what the people think you should be. Like you could just yeah. do whatever you want because there's a space for you. You wrote that speech, man. That was a <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. Was, I just I can feel the passion. That that was, that's crazy. Nah, wow. bro, I didn't write that. That was that was all off top. <laughs> nah, but that no, that's so beautiful the way you put that because it's like everything feels so far away. It's true. Like I, I never, I've never thought about that. Like that's it's it's a place I don't tap into. Like music is more my thing. Music is something I can dive into easily because there's almost like you said, there's almost an experience for everybody, especially now with mm-hmm. music becoming so easier for people to make and, and put out. But like visual art is the the stuff that's validated as good work is usually people trying to replicate a feeling that people that they don't understand are feeling and then making so much money off of that feeling that they don't even understand you know exactly um so i think that's that's something that's missing a lot and i feel like the the people that i know like the other artists that i know like they're gonna change that but that's also what i'm trying to do too because it's like somebody has to do it like right. you're telling me i mean basquiat i guess he kind of tried to do it but mm-hmm. you know even him he was like scrutinized a lot until he you know after yeah. he died that's when he right. finally got you know the huge recognition he deserved but i'm not trying to do that bro. i don't want right. to die and, and then people are like oh my god he's a genius like no like right, you right. should get your fly you should get your what's that quote you should get your flowers while you can still smell it right yeah yeah that's that's what i want like i i don't want to be the first i'm tired of hearing oh it's the first black person. Like, no, like that shouldn't be right, the right. case. Like, this is right. 2021. Why is there still oh the first black this, the first black that? Like, bro, right. we we should be past that by now. Like, I don't want to be the first black anything. I just want to be like me. And right. That's the only thing that I want to be. Is like, I should be me, and that should be good enough. Like, I shouldn't have to stand up or be for a cause or like do anything. Like, I should just be able to make what I feel and what I see and experience on a daily basis. And that should be fine. Cause you know, everybody else does it. So why can't I do it? Man, that <laughs> I'm, really like, <laughs> I'm like, take it back. I was like thinking did about go, my life. And... Did I go too deep? I went nah, too deep. Bro. Right? 
I might need a minute. This might turn into a therapy session. <laughs> nah, man, because it's it's so crazy that there's so many hurdles for artists to have to go through, and then when they finally get there, the best thing people think they can do is be like, "Oh, you're just like this," or you're like, "Oh, yeah." you're you're like you're doing this this is clearly uh a thing of this and it's like like bro i've I've worked my whole life to get to this point to be myself and th- and this is the best thing that you can do to try to understand me and not take the time to understand but no man that that that's that's crazy do you have any artists like off the top of your head like i know this is kind of on the spot but like that are doing that who you, who you think are doing that well and and who should get like some some highlights on them who can get their flowers right now. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, N K Jewels on Twitter. Okay. Um, uh, Shanti, Shanti. Wait, how do you spell it? Shanti Unique, I think it is. Hold up, now I gotta look. Yeah, Shanti okay. Unique is really good. Yeah. Um, let me see. Groovy Chai on Twitter is amazing. Like, they're amazing. Um, who else? Uh, one of my friends, Coralie. Uh, mm. I think her her Twitter handle is Jules May. She's really really great. Mm. Um, who else? I'm I'm trying to like only think of like people of color because you know they need their they need their no flowers. yeah yeah. Um. Oh, Black Sneakers. Uh, on Twitter is amazing. Like she's gonna she's gonna be like one of the greats. I think. Um, Yasnir um is amazing. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Oh, this guy. Um, his name is Sahil. He's my friend, mm. and his stuff is insane. Like he makes like the trippiest stuff I've ever seen. Like his name is Solo Saint on Twitter too. Amazing. Mm. Uh, that's just people I can think of top. Yeah, man. I mean, everybody need to go follow the socials. You hear, you heard this stuff. I don't think y'all should not be tapping in with this. What this man has to offer. Um, but yeah, he's always retweeting and like reposting stuff and commenting under stuff so like my feed is always like something you're going under i'm like damn this is fire <laughs> like thank, thank you for, <laughs> for retweeting this um um but yeah is there anything else you want to say before we, we we head out i feel like you you done done gave the best the best speech of of the year out here but, oh um i'm trying to think i guess like um well it's gonna sound motivational oh my god i hope it doesn't sound corny <laughs> But I guess pretty much is like, don't, don't wait for to do things, cause I'm that almost happened to me where like I was in a position where um, I thought like oh I could wait and like do this when I'm like 25. Yeah. And that's what people tell me like oh go to college you know that that'll be your backup plan and then like, right. when you're done you can like oh do art full time right. 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 And that that's what that was the direction I wanted to go into and then I realized like yo, once you leave like school like. The real life hits you like that's right, it. Like, trenches, yeah. <laughs> trenches yeah, you just, like bro, you just you in deep like you can't right. do nothing, right? So right. I'm like, I'm like, damn, like, and I realized that like this year actually, and then that's when I just started going hard again. Cause last year I was like, eh, it's whatever. But it's like yeah. this year I was like, bro, I I need this because it's like you people don't understand that like when you spend so much time focusing on Plan B, it becomes your Plan A because you're not focusing on Plan A yeah. anymore. It's yeah. like you can't you can't do it, and it's um that's what i would say is like yo if you want to do it do it now because you won't have there won't be a, a better time to do it except now like and that's that's it i mean you can yeah. really do whatever you want as corny as it sounds you really can is 
it's insane. I never thought I'd be doing this right now, but like in less than a year, I'm a full time artist. So it really does yeah, work, man. It's inspiration, bro. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for this conversation, man. Thank you for having um, me, man. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. I've been trying to do this for a while. Uh, we need to link up soon. We in Florida. Uh, bro, yes. Are you in Broward or are you in Miami? I'm in Broward. I'm in Broward. What? Bro, I'm in Broward too. But which Home Depot did you work at? Um, The one in East Fort Lauderdale. No, you right there too. <laughs> you right there, right there. Okay. All right, we're going to get off here and talk about Florida things. Hope you guys have a nice night. Uh, whatever you're doing, stop procrastinating. Go follow this man. Uh, go eat some waffles, I guess. Uh, have a good day. All right.